0: Hello, everybody. It's Brian. Now, listen, today is a very, very special day because we are today celebrating the release of the game Homebody created by the amazing Jory Griffiths and co-written by our own Leighton Gray. The game is now available on a bunch of different platforms. I don't know which, I didn't write the game, don't ask me, but it's available wherever you get video games. And uh, I'm excited to play it myself, although I haven't yet, because it just came out uh, the day I'm recording this, Thursday, June 1st. Uh, So what we have today is we have the, for our main feed episode, the discussion around our uh, our viewing of episode five of season one of the sopranos college and if you want to hear the actual commentary like the watch-along commentary you can go to our patreon patreon.com slash night so everybody go get homebody and enjoy this conversation we had with jory before and after we watched the sopranos jory 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 yeah. All right, now re retell this story, George.
1: Oh, this is gonna so- sound so organic. Oh yeah, w- much no, like um,
0: what he's talking about.
2: So you ever you ever are you ever <laughs> are you ever at a dinner with your friend and your your friend is like, sorry, I'm just gonna be a little bit, you know, I'm just gonna be out uh, in the bathroom, and you try to think of the perfect thing to say, and sometimes I think the perfect thing to say would be. Well, I su- I guess I'm just going to go and fuck off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: We were talking yep. about how um, I, I said that I was going to be late, and uh, I, I didn't actually end up being late for the record. No, but not Brian at all. Brian, uh, Brian's immediate reply, which listeners might not be shocked to hear that this was Brian's <laughs> immediate reply, was, well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs>
0: and
2: I specifically said that I, I, that that exact phrase is something that I always have in my like back pocket that I never pull out because I'm it's, not brave or because well, sure
0: It's one of those things where there's a very specific and small group of people I can pull that out and uh-huh. who will know that I don't mean it. And all it takes is the wrong person on a group text to be like, what the fuck and then you know be mad forever so it's a bit of a it's not quite a hail mary that's too strong a term but mm-hmm. I, i'm not gonna throw that one out unless i know people are gonna get it you know what i mean yeah, yeah.
2: that may I, I i do sometimes also use it as a bit with people who i know trust me but uh yes yeah
0: oh i i, I would never consider saying that uh non ironically is that that what you guys were talking about saying it non-ironically
2: yeah that's that's not what i was saying but the idea of being the kind of person who unironically says that is super fucking funny to me
0: well i guess i can just go it's like that's some like real housewives type verbiage right oh
2: totally yeah it's like a character dennis leary would play um. yes
0: 100 percent.
1: it's like i'm gonna exaggerate my grievance uh and escalate this situation immediately, which I think is very antithetical to all of our general uh, existences. I'm a
2: big fucking martyr. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh.
1: <laughs> Jory's victim complex is off the charts, dude. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I, I live with the ultimate victim who we were driving today. And Audrey went, Daddy, why is it we never have any food I like? And I, uh, and I was like, okay, Let's talk about the food we have and how much you love it. Because just because we're out of honey mustard pretzels does not make you a victim of a. I think poor I would childhood. say the
1: same thing if if I ran out of honey mustard pretzels. Those shits yeah. are good.
0: She loves them. She loves the
1: little it. dusty, dusty yeah. little musty on there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You were telling me uh, about something uh, very precocious and sweet that she said about the Supreme Court.
0: <laughs> me?
2: Yeah didn't didn't she say something to you like, Daddy? Why does the Supreme Court put politics above <laughs> justice?
0: Yeah. Well, what 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 she did RDB say? RGB forever. Yeah, that's right. She did say in her sleep, and, and I, 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 she wasn't, uh, she she wasn't mumbling. So I I definitely heard her say this. She said Merrick Garland was robbed.
2: She really said. Did she say it like in that exact tone, like
0: that kind of flat authoritative yes. tone? Merrick Garland was robbed and I woke her up and I was like, who's Merrick Garland? And she was like, what? I was having a Zelda dream. (laughs) Well, that bit whiffed about as hard as any bit possibly could have.
2: Well, I I really liked it, but I also like, I mean, it's a little erudite for me. I've just been swearing (laughs) so far on this pod.
0: Jory, (laughs) You famously, Jory, your your poor education once again rears its ugly head.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ. What did I walk back into? (laughs)
0: I did a bit, and it <laughs> fell like a wet potato in the middle of the floor, and I was like, "Wow!" I got, you know. And look, I'm not saying it was good. I'm not saying it was good comedy, but it, it was something. So and... full
2: post postmortem, I I was confused by the Zelda part. I was like, "Wait, how does Zelda tie into it?"
0: Oh, that was just a random thing I said.
2: It was it was kind of esoteric. I liked it. It's a funny it's a funny idea,
0: but. Well, one of one of the high noxes is named Merrick Garland, if you look at the code. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, I, I have to redirect this conversation because there's something that I desperately need to share with you all. Mm-hmm. Um, so today I re-upped on weed as I do. And I always enjoy the conversation that I have with whatever delivery driver I get for my mm-hmm. disgusting volume of legal drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the person who brought me my weed today was... Full blue coordinated outfit with Whoa. a blue snapback oh, with leather, yes. with leather dog ears on it. And I was like, cool nice. fit. Uh, and, you know, I bought my weed and I brought it upstairs and I was going through my various vapes and products. And there was a little receipt taped, like a custom printed oh. receipt. Yes. And I, I think I just have to text you guys a picture of it. Uh Uh-oh. So, so you can read it and react in real time because I think it will be funnier. Um,
0: okay. I'm very excited right
1: now. <laughs> Me too. And I taped this up next to my computer because I love it so much.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. Here it is. Wow. <laughs> e- okay.
2: This is... That rules.
0: Yeah, right? This is hmm wow okay (laughs) do do you want to describe this layton you sent it did she
2: did she give you any vibe that she was furry
1: oh no i i I don't want to gender this person but uh the hat with the the dog ears should have tipped me out because it wasn't like a print of dog ears it was like physical actual big dog ears i don't know why but
2: i also like straight up uh doctor is a woman gestalted the female pronouns in there i have i couldn't actually I, that I
0: i, I was, was leaning the thing. other way on this one Oh, interesting jory yeah
1: but will one of you describe the image that i said yeah you? you know
0: what I'll, I'll take a crack at this um so there, there's uh in some nice chonky font up at the top of this little piece of paper it says emotional support driver and then there's how would you describe this animal y- you two who have better art knowledge than i do I'm assuming
1: uh, it's a dog based on the dog ears, and also that this is like looks like a dog. A stereotype, not to stereotype the way that furry art looks, but it's yeah. a, it's a furry dog that's very happy.
2: I would say like, that uh, they, there's um there's like the '90s school of uh, uh furry design that was kind of trending more Disney or tech Avery, and this is much like, further like along balto. the axis towards anime. Very like, bold, uh, Yeah, the, the anime, the the mouth shape and the muzzle is much more Mm. evocative of like an anime vibe
0: a little bluthy maybe a little bit Uh, mildly yeah
2: i think balto is a good reference for for some parts of it but
1: i mean with the the vor i mean there's
0: like an implied vor element with the mouth being open. i guess you could say it's don bluthy that's i would not describe i mean vor is i would not have picked that out of this but sure because i'm just trying to
1: make a john don bluth joke because i love making don bluth jokes okay
0: sure Sure.
2: my favorite Don Bluth trope is whenever there's a procession of characters that are all the same design but a slightly different color like that one inexplicable animation oh, yes. of a bunch of chickens wandering into the annihilation orb together <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh Jory do you have a link to that video because that video is like my
2: favorite I have
0: never no, seen I that I, don't, I, don't,
2: I, I do not know how to find that off the top well of oh, my head. I want to I want to
0: keep <laughs> describing this piece of paper because that and that while i do that you can find the animation it says how to give treats and then lists uh some venmo et ceteras. and at the bottom it says much appreciated i feel like it should have said munch appreciated for
1: at real you're at so the bottom it is true Y'all, I found the video and I'm so, so happy because I genuinely right, had a moment of it. thinking I would never it, see please. this again. It's in the uh, Zencaster, useless Zencaster oh, chat. <laughs>
2: there it is. <laughs> the, the audience gets to hear us just laugh at this
1: inexplicable <laughs> thing. Yeah, uh, we can start at the wow. same time. I think it's important.
0: This is so loud. Okay, here we go. It's yes. definitely loud. Uh, uh, all right, how ready? How do you turn down the fucking volume? Just a second. I wh- Is there any option to just turn down the volume on this? Not that I no. see. Okay, yeah, let's just do That's
1: part of the experience. All right, ready?
0: <laughs> well, I can't get it to start over. Hold on. Refresh yeah, the page. Yes, I I, I, I re- I'm doing and it. And then okay. you have
1: to like speedily pause it. All
0: right, I think ready? YouTube
2: Shorts doesn't have a way to uh, adjust the volume. Okay, the
0: here we go.
1: TikTokification of all social media is disgusting. Yeah, Brian. Three,
0: two, one play. <laughs> Poyo Is that what it's saying?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes this
0: is so fucking dope (laughs) this is is one billion times better than what i was anticipating wait for it wow Uh, it's so fucking funny. Okay. Uh-huh. Next, uh, I'm going to like, I'm saving this, I'm putting it in this text thread so I can get it later. Uh,
1: My great. abdominal muscles hurt so
0: bad. What did you search to find this?
2: Did you search? Was...
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, you d- you're goddamn right. I did. And you're goes <laughs> spot on where you could just caption that with like annihilation 2019 or 2017 whatever
0: oh my god
2: all right fine i guess i'll just go fuck myself
0: there we go see you did it that was perfect
2: thanks buddy i really appreciate it. you've been I really like, supportive
0: i try to be jory because i i think i want i want you to take more chances like that thank you um and then i want to be around when they backfire
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh they will yeah and i will not handle it well
0: do you know that uh sinatra song i want to be around to pick up the pieces do you know that one no, I don't think it's I do. Great uh great, like, fuck you ballad. Okay. And uh, the, the lyrics are like, I want to be around to pick up the pieces when somebody breaks your heart.
2: Oh, and that's it's, fucking ice cold.
0: Yes. And the whole song is this guy. He's been wronged uh, by a woman or heartbroken, I guess. You could argue who's right or wrong. Uh, and the whole song is just about how he wants to watch it happen to her. And it's great. It's a great song. But it's also you don't hear many of those go fuck yourself ballads.
2: Yeah, I I think even uh even old blue eyes was like a, usually a little more of a stiff upper lip it seems like like yeah. kind of trying to be a respectable. That's right. So
0: Speaking of which, have you guys seen the the roast of Frank Sinatra where Peter Falk does it in character as Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. This is Hold on.
1: I was watching like a Don Rickles compilation the other day oh. which was uh really enjoyable. Very racist, but aside from all of the racism oh, no.
0: So by the uh, uh, one thing I've been meaning to talk about the show is apparently there were a couple of TV specials called the funniest joke I ever heard. And it's a bunch of like late 70s celebrities talking, telling street jokes. And it's unbelievably great. Oh, uh okay. here. cool. Hold on. From the L.A. Police Force Homicide Division, Lieutenant Columbo.
2: It's kind of a magic trick just to see him in that costume. Like I know. It looks like he just came through the screen from Last Action
0: Hero. All right, so he's he's in the audience. He's walking up, fully in character. He's got a big stack of papers or something.
2: Love that wallpaper.
1: The passing, whole
0: mustard. Oh, passing everybody! Look he just passed on. Rickles, in fact.
2: Wow. Was, it, was that Orson Welles at
0: the front of the line? <laughs> uh, it might, yes. That you remembered me after all these years. <laughs> That's uh, Gene Kelly. Uh, this is, uh, I'm flabbergasted. I, I mean, I'm just flabbergasted. Uh, uh, I thought that the, uh, you know, the album came out good. You know, I, I liked the picture. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the raincoat never was better. Tom DeLuise. Anyway, OK, this goes on for a while, but it is really worth watching. I, uh, I will save it it's as so, a little treat for later. It's, it's so, so great. Hard and, and <laughs> it's so great concept. And the thing is, he's not really telling jokes either. He's just up there talking as Columbo for 10 minutes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait and, and is the is the premise just that the most recent uh fucking sinatra record had sinatra wearing a raincoat on the front
0: m- maybe i i mean possibly <laughs> i have no idea uh, so i mean if anyone's in the position to
1: roast other people's coats it's peter falk as colombo who yeah. wins all coat hood
0: i'll coat them the maybe. coterie
1: yeah. of coats nice what
0: what, what a you. great like I just I just I love that he would do it I love that they asked him to do it and that everybody is just playing along with it it's I mean I'm sure everybody on that stage is drunk because it's a friars club roast in 1978 but uh, it's great and any I will watch Dom DeLuise do literally anything everything the guy does is magic it's incredible.
1: I really appreciate your ability to recognize a bunch of really old people, uh, Brian. I think that's, maybe that's what turning 48 has done for you. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, well, uh, what do I want to say? I recognize my own kind, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, um, I was
2: trying to articulate the sincere mm-hmm. thought. Was what Layton just said really mean? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I, I always assume it is. And then we just move on. <laughs> you should
1: you know Um, jory i noticed when we recorded the other day i really like the way that you turn on me when we record (laughs) it's like every time outside of us recording like it's you and i mutually doing the dance of apologizing for shit that we know that we don't need to apologize for and adding a billion caveats uh, and you've never been anything but a complete and absolute gentleman and then you come at me with this energy we're on mic
0: it's pretty great we're on mic
2: um, I'm sorry, Layden. Uh
1: No, I'm never going to forgive you. Yeah. Jory, I just, I just, I just also want to say that I opened up a perfect opportunity for you to knock it out of the park with an, I, I guess I'll just go fuck myself then, but.
2: Oh, I said one while you were gone earlier. Yeah, he did. Damn it. <laughs>
1: sorry. I guess well... I'll just go fuck myself then. There <laughs> sure it is. Yeah!
0: I was just about to say, that's your, that's your, that's your shot. Take it.
2: Any, any mention of a roast? I, I feel like I I'd, I'd be remiss not to mention the Norm Macdonald roast of uh, Bob Saget. Right. Where the, my favorite joke from it is, Norm Macdonald seems to have brought the jokes that he found in some kind of like old like like milk toast joke book.
0: Mm-hmm. And my
2: favorite one is a uh, uh, his face is as beautiful as a flower. Yeah, a cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so fantastic. Fucking funny. Now, by the uh, way, uh, uh, speaking of that era of person, uh, this week on Good One, they had uh, uh, Dana Carvey and Kevin Nealon and Robert Smigel discussing the never made Hans and Franz movie.
2: Oh, my God. The one thing that I've heard from that movie that's just like so crushingly funny is that it opens up with like shots of New York where you're going through like Chinatown and Little Italy. Yeah. And then you turn the corner into like little Switzerland little or Austria. little <laughs> yeah, Austria, little Austria. Yes. <laughs> and it's like rolling green sound of music hills in the middle yeah. of New York City. It's,
0: it, it sounds very funny. This sounds uh, amazing.
2: I need to listen to this.
0: So apparently they talked about it on the Conan podcast and then they came on good one to talk about it some more. And those guy, like that's a, that's like, uh, an era of SNL cast that I always love and always will. Uh, but just the joy they, <laughs> with which they discuss this film and, you know, have the various things and how, you know, jokes and it was, it was just great. It was great to hear him having such a great time. What, one thing I learned is apparently Kevin Nealon went through a phase where he only drank uh, like protein shakes. And that was his, that was his big thing. That, okay. Why? This-
1: this raises a thing that has always bothered me why there are so many people who don't like water uh and refuse to drink water and will drink anything other than water and i i don't i think maybe part of it is some people are just raised where it's like you can constantly get it or or other people have parents where it's like no you have one soda a week which (laughs) somewhere in the middle there wasn't as draconian but like yeah, I I despite me drinking a naked juice or a ch- cherry coke on most episodes of this show, that is essentially my only consumption of non water and non coffee beverage. Mm-hmm. It's just like what on a hot summer day you're gonna go for a sodi pop and not like a ice cold glass of water.
0: It's weird. I agree. I don't care. I it.
2: think I think you're right that it is something about leaving the nest, not having a. Parental figure there to wag their finger and say no, so you I, indulge in like all the dumbest shit that you couldn't have when you were a child.
0: I yeah. also, I assume, <clears throat> some things are like that are like super taster related, right? Some like mm-hmm. John Lee
2: Super Taster from the They Might Be Giants album. No, <laughs>
0: correct, <laughs> C- correct, wow. Jory. Uh, but some people, you know, I, I I had a couple friends in high school uh, who would not eat greens ever. And they just couldn't take the taste. And I was like, how do you survive as a human without eating vegetables? But they managed. I mean, we were 17 at the time, so that probably had something right. to do with it. Mm. But some people just can't, you know, I, I don't know what but, the fucking problem with the water. The taste profile of water is flat. There's nothing there.
1: Well, maybe th- maybe this particularly strikes me because of my hatred of seltzer Um mm. Cause I just mm. like some straight up and I'll, t- I, t- I, drink straight LA tap water. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, sure. it's bad. It's very hard. Um, well, it's probably I... cause
0: you were rubbing it. <sighs> Hold on. What was the joke there?
1: Yeah. Will you explain why that's funny?
0: Yes. You see when two people like each other very much, they enter into a physical relationship where one repeatedly pats and rubs the other's sternum causing it Mm. to stiffen
1: that's that sounds like a medical issue i forget the name of it i had that once there's like a little bit of cartilage that's in your sternum that can get inflamed when you're really really stressed out and i thought that i was going to have a heart attack and die
0: yeah yeah it's called sternumitis
1: yeah and then i went to the doctor and they were like if you were having heart problems you would not feel it on the surface
0: of your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Although it's like, I don't well, know. I'm you, sorry. I
1: have anxiety.
0: You know what? Here's the fucking thing about that. There are definitely people who would, right? Like th- that kind of shit manifests in wildly different ways for different people. Brian, so
2: why are you telling us this?
0: I'm saying <laughs> any symptom you have could be a heart attack. Anything.
1: You know what? This conversation really reminds me of this awesome uh, underrated, uh, excuse me, underrated horror video game where a lot of the content is kind of like extrapolate, extrapolated around the horror of having anxiety in the way that you hyperfixate on certain intrusive thoughts. I can't remember mm. the name of it, but um, mm.
0: it's really good.
2: Uh, you're thinking of uh...
0: Mario V. Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Audrey really got to you, huh, Brian? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the first one I thought of. By the way, here, here's a really uh, effective way I found to irritate her recently is to keep talking about how excited I am for Tears of the Kingdom. And when Tears of the Kingdom comes out, I'm going to play Tears of the Kingdom. Daddy. No. It's tears. What? That's so I- dope. Before oh, I move on it. to
1: my cute recent Audrey anecdote, I do mm-hmm. want to say that the underrated horror game that I was talking about is Slender. <laughs> 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 no, just, just, just kidding. It's, it's Homebody, which comes of out soon. That's why we have this big streak of Jory being on here, and I'm going to bombard you fucks affectionate. Uh, I was, was going to get much-
2: so sweaty as I tried to engineer our way back to Homebody after you set that up and I whiffed it.
1: No, it's fine. I I brought it back. And now I'm changing the subject again to Brian's daughter, who I was in the car in a car with recently. uh, And she started asking me. I I just thought this was like a very fun line of questioning that. How did this Brian? How did this come up? I'm talking about the candy thing.
0: Oh, how did that come up? Anyway, but Audrey was doing um, yeah, like a remember. this or
1: that like tier list for candy with me of being like Sour Patch or Skittles and then, you know, Sour Patch or Twix. And then I took umbrage with that because uh, I, I find gummy candy and chocolate candy to, to be in two entirely different, like incomparable realms. Uh, anyway, so I flipped that on her and was asking her and none of the people in the group that we were with had had a, hun- a hundred grand
0: bar yeah i've never had one that's kind of shocking to me is a hundred
2: grand wait i could be totally wrong so it's possible i also haven't had a hundred grand is a hundred grand like a payday with chocolate on it
1: um it's like a crunch bar on the outside and it's filled with like very thick caramel yeah,
0: oh that sounds I great
2: dead motherfucking wrong about what a hundred grand is i can they're really the...
0: good I can picture the packaging. I've just never had one.
1: It's red, yeah, yellow, yellow, yeah. white text. They're very, yes. very good. They, they were my favorite to get
0: on Halloween as a kid.
1: Oh. <clears throat> Along with the unmarked
0: suspicious candy that everybody hates. I liked and I still like sugar daddies, like the caramel pop. I oh. do oh, like sugar daddies. Those were, did those you were did favorite. you
1: ever have BB bats?
0: No, I've never even heard of that.
1: Google BB bats, because I think they have some of the best packaging of
0: all time. <laughs> B like letter B, letter B bats. Yeah.
2: I I sincerely think that the nineties has like the worst candy. Like when I think about the stuff that came out when I was a child and seemed like mm. hot and new, like what the, the caramel this?
1: Are you looking at the BB bats?
0: I am. This is
1: they Is were a- my favorite we used there's this place called islands right outside of wilmington and it was one of those like old-timey huh. country kind of stores and they had all the weird candy and they just had a huge vat of every single flavor of bb bats Crazy. And you just get dope. like a fistful of them and they were you would just gnaw it off that little stick
0: that's <coughs> awesome uh should we watch what, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm oh, oh, sorry, what, fucking sorry.
1: What, what shitty 90s candy are you thinking of, Jory? Uh,
2: I, this is the one I, I just said that I was so rudely stepped on, and I'll just go fuck myself. Uh,
1: <laughs> Did the, you go to the extent of just typing fuck in our text chat? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: uh, the, uh, the caramel apple pop, the like green apple.
0: Yeah, uh, okay, yes, yes.
2: Lollipop covered in the worst caramel you've ever had. Like that I, that I, I remember Ike's... it being like delicious, and it is like trash. It's horrible mm. garbage, mm-hmm. It's rotten garbage. It isn't food.
1: They they give it to you with Ike's sandwiches, right? That that's the most recent time that I've had them when we were in the office and getting Ike's wet wet sandwiches delivered. Yeah,
2: more like Ike, more like Ike's Hayton sandwiches.
1: They're really I, yeah, bad. I, I'm gonna take a firm stance here. Yeah, Too it wet. sucks.
0: I could not agree more. It's awful. Just bad.
1: And it's it's it feels like a wasted opportunity because you can tell that before the bread got horribly soggy,
0: that it's probably mm. like really good bread. No, but this is the thing I don't like about it. I hate the bread. What? Why? I hate the crunchy bullshit bread. Stop putting shit on my bread. I want a fucking normal roll. Put it is the sandwich on like out. a
2: it's like a what's it called? Like a concha. Where it's like a spongy cake with like the sugary crust on the outside. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's that crust that I'm talking about. It's yeah, it, it, i I don't want any of that stuff. I, I want a normal white or wheat roll. That's it. And I understand different people like different things. However, those different people can go fuck themselves because this bread is bad and no one should have crunchy shit on a roll. What are we doing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Hold on though. I you know, I already see where your argument's gonna go after this statement. So like why fucking bother? So never
0: mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay here do both sides
1: uh i was gonna say yeah 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 but what about like an italian sandwich where it's like the really really hard bread and there's like prosciutto and butter and like a little bit uh-huh, of hard sea uh-huh, salt in there uh-huh, and uh-huh, then uh-huh. the brian in my
0: uh-huh, head was like uh-huh, yeah but that's
1: an entirely uh-huh. different thing i'm talking about the crunch no, i'm, to- I'm no, not talking no, about the no, really no, that's not what i would have said
0: i would have said <laughs> i'm the also stuff sorry you're that i made about, you sound like rent. the stuff the stuff yeah well you definitely did <laughs> <laughs> um, uh the stuff you're talking about is on the inside <laughs> Right. I'm talking about extra stuff on the outside.
1: How is that not the same fucking argument that I just made for you?
0: Well, you said it's an entirely different thing, but I'm saying it's a specific different thing.
1: God, you're so fucking pedantic, Brian.
0: Technically, that's not what pedantic means. Am
1: I just being mean tonight? I've been in a terrible mood all day. Am I just taking it out on people I love?
0: I don't, I mean, I, 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 I appreciate the spirit in which it is given and it's impossible, impossible to upset me until you upset me at which point I cut off all contact without notice. <laughs>
1: I can't describe the emotional impact of the image that Joey just sent to the text chat as this interaction is happening.
2: It's a nice private visual bit <laughs> it's for a podcast. A
0: it is, uh, it's, it's a good image of uh, a young Jim Halpert.
2: <laughs> 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 the <picture> actor Jim Halpert.
1: <laughs> making the exact face that you think he's making. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just a, Just a young Joey Gorp. You know we should. Someone
0: uh, should uh, should uh, deep fake this into uh, scary Bilbo when he reaches for the ring. <laughs> That's a funny. <laughs> one I like that.
1: Yeah, I think that generally describes my feelings towards one John Krasinski over the years. Johnny K. Johnny K. <laughs> Johnny K. Different I, you know, than the other.
0: He's. I was going to say Johnny he K. he. John, you know, he went from Ren and Stimpy to The Office. <laughs> <and> <laughs> oh, God,
1: <laughs> let's move on.
0: Yeah, let's move on. Let's watch. I, the I was Sopranos. so
1: I hold on. I had a perfect segue set up, and then we kind okay, of moved great. on because Jory dropped just an absolute comedy a bomb on us. Uh, yeah. But I was going to say, in the spirit of taking out your repressed anger on people that you love, let's watch oh, an yeah. iconic episode of the David Chase's iconic TV series, The Sopranos.
0: Great. All I'm right. So I'm mute as
2: I thunderously type The Sopranos into the HBO Max. Oh no, no, bar. don't
0: mute yourself. It's, this is my favorite part of every show. <laughs> don't mute it. <laughs> He's <laughs> in. <laughs> how did you know
2: I was in?
1: <laughs> I know how long it takes to open HBO Max and be confronted with a billion things you don't care about and are never going to watch, and then you can't find the two shows that you actually do watch on HBO Max.
0: All right, so I'm at zero zero on, this on. Okay.
1: Also, 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 I feel like you know in the in the previous episodes. uh, a, you said that you don't remember any of them, which is awesome. I,
0: yeah, not really. I mean, I, it'll come back to me, but yeah. not really.
1: But I've been hyping up to this episode, which is arguably the, the, the episode of TV that changed the way Prestige TV has been made for the past 20 years. Um, mm. And we'll talk uh-huh. about it after we watch it. But it's just, you know, this this is a good one, folks.
2: Yeah. I, I only kind of remember the previous episodes, but... If I remember correctly, in the last one, Tony had to, like, Quill needed to get his vapor condenser back, so Tony went to the Sandcrawler and fought the Jawas to get it back. <laughs> is that what
0: happened? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly great. what happened. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um... Okay. All right. So here is the point in the episode where, if you want to, like, watch along the Sopranos with us and listen to us talk about it, you go to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash night and you can see the whole thing. But if you don't, then just enjoy the rest of the episode. Here's our commentary after. And here's a crucial thing. Here's where we're coming in with this. I'm about to describe New Jersey's very own Route 22. All right. As promised, here's my description of Route 22. fuck. So Route 22. Playton, I'm excited yeah, yeah, to hear about Route 22. It's like. Your voice One, cracking
1: suggests otherwise. No, no,
0: I, I'm going to tell you about it, and you're going to be like, "What the fuck?" All. Here, no, no, this is important. This is a good Jersey content. So Route 22 sucks because here's the deal. So it is a uh, it is a route that goes both directions, but the <laughs> way that it's structured. <laughs> is there's a that bit there's real, like, by the way. a an <laughs> island in the middle of it. So there's stores <laughs> on either side of the highway, but also there's a middle part where there are more stores, which separates the two directions. Mm-hmm. And so what you have is cars can pull off in any direction from any lane. It's two lanes in both directions to go to any of the stores, right? So there's always traffic. Because people are constantly, you can turn left or right from either direction.
2: Here's what I got. Here's what I got.
0: Any lane is in my Sears <laughs> and in my Ralphs. That, that's very good. Ralphs is not a New Jersey chain.
2: I know. I know. You
0: you want to you want to throw in a Pathmark? You want to throw in an Acme, right? Uh, uh, maybe even a Grand Union. I need on one syllable. Uh, let's see. What do I got for you? Uh, Ben Franklin. There we go.
2: Oh, is Ben Franklin? There was a Ben Franklin in the town I went to to college in.
0: That's where I used to buy all my Transformers growing up. Um, that rips.
2: Ben Franklin is awesome.
0: There's also a PC Richard uh, store that is shaped like a boat. If you Google PC Richard boat, you'll see what I'm talking about.
2: Do you get though how PC Richard wouldn't have fit the meter of the song I was doing?
0: I wasn't listening. all right now you guys can talk about whatever you want
2: actually yeah the route 22 that does sound like a nightmare
0: it's awful it's the worst road in new jersey yeah that sounds horrible Um, now
2: i I, even just like give me any boulevard and i like i feel like danger like i really really (laughs) don't like any kind of like divider like that so
0: i do want to tell you one other thing which has nothing to do with the sopranos but which i uh I, i started texting people this uh today so I was communicating with your friend and mine, Jim Roach. Oh, and uh, Doctor Who came up. Yikes! And Jim said, I, "I mentioned it apropos of something which I will not mention." He said, "What is that?"
1: <laughs> I just got <laughs> to Jim Halpert.
2: Sorry,
0: <laughs> and I was like, "And I was like, 'Excuse me.'" And he goes, w- w- "Who's Doctor Who?" I've never. I don't know what this is. Huh? That was my. I was like, "You're you're fucking with me, right?" Yeah, that's He's like, like a who's no. on first. Yeah, he was like, "No, I've literally never heard of this. What is this?" He has never heard of Doctor Who.
1: Jim Rush is can an enigma.
0: I can understand not being familiar with it. I can even understand people who think it's about a character named Doctor Who. I can't understand someone who's never heard of Doctor Who.
2: That's really bizarre.
0: Right? And maybe it's because he had friends, but it's <laughs> like. <laughs> huh. uh,
1: maybe I shouldn't laugh it, so hard, heartily it, at that one. This is my own,
0: my own personal high school experience. Um, no, me too. That's why I laugh. Uh, but yeah, I was like. How can you never have heard of anyway? It was a moment I, I text Rachel, texted Rachel immediately. I was like, Jim Roach has never heard of Doctor Hook. And she was like, What? You know, it was really a moment we had today. All right, let's talk about this episode.
1: All right, thoughts. It's good.
0: Uh this is I, I'm like in it now. I was a little like not really invested in the previous episodes. This feels like a different thing than the previous four. Not that I remember them well, but uh this was captivating to me in a way the other ones were not.
1: It really figures it out with this episode. I, I, think. I
0: thought the acting was great. Uh, I love the uh, father-daughter stuff. I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for that stuff. Um, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, wouldn't change a thing. I thought it was uh, definitely the best one we've seen so far. And I feel like I could... I feel like I can remember what's happening. It, I, and I don't know this for a fact. It feels like there was just an A and a B plot here. No C stuff, really. Yeah. Uh, and... It seems like the oh, other episodes had mean, more you, stuff you weren't going on. I was spending
2: as much time thinking about what AJ was up to as I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I don't know. It's
1: like college and then Febby Petrulio and then Carmela and then AJ, which I should have said first.
0: But I, okay, that's fair. Although I was God putting damn, the right college and up. the Febby Petrulio in the same story.
1: Also, what a great name, Febby Petrulio.
0: Febby? That's his name?
1: Wasn't that the, what they were calling him?
2: Wasn't it Fabian?
1: Yeah, they all got weird nicknames.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's look. I'm gonna look up the character's name on IMDb. Episode guide, season one, episode five. Let's look. Eight point nine on IMDb. That's a good. That's a good rating. Uh, it just says, "Oh, that's a cop." It says Fred Peters, mm. but that actor's name is Tony Ray Rossi, which is fucking awesome. That wow.
1: is really great. I really love how like obviously it's it's the big influential one but i just really like how brutal that murder scene is the choice to make it especially with the guy having a gun with a silencer for it to be this very like brutal from behind with a wire that's cutting into tony's hands i think like the brutality of it is such a like very specific choice yeah Um, and and he does like
2: they'll listen to your hot like
1: plead yeah that yeah. our protagonist
2: ignores is so brutal.
1: Yeah, especially after seeing the, like, you know, child at, uh, at his house the previous, the other night. The ADR child. Did you know <laughs> yeah. that
0: Jamie Lynn Sigler married someone named AJ?
2: That's fucked
1: up. No.
0: Her first She's... husband's name was AJ She
1: <sighs> She's great. I, I, one of the behind the scenes that I really like, well not that oh I, and he was her I,
0: manager sorry keep going uh,
1: that i like is that uh jamie lynn siegler and uh robert eiler have talked a lot about how like actually dad like james gandolfini was oh, to them good and that oh, like boy he would always make sure that like they felt good about the takes if they wanted to do another one like he was really helpful with acting and was just oh. supportive and genuinely was like a father to the point that Robert Eiler to this day, I think, has not watched The Sopranos because it's like too painful. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. I, I think it's that way with like a couple of people, actually. I forget which one specifically, but there are a bunch of Sopranos cast members who are like, I, I can't watch it or I've never watched it.
0: God, oh. that's Be- Because they're so bummed about Candelfini
1: yeah i mean he really he sounds like a mensch like he was paying off uh crew members mortgages like secretly. was he really yeah
0: that rules that's wild just yeah. was, like
1: a very quiet you know didn't want to do interviews and just uh yeah Man, it's it's very touch it's, tu- it's t- touching to hear the cast talk about him that's
2: it's awesome. like you bummer. you
1: hope you hope that when you die that's the way that you would be remembered you know hmm. i
2: was As having I was big bear like bear-like
1: paws <laughs> it's
2: it's such a drag that michael gandolfini probably went through so much hell to make the many saints of new york
1: oh fuck
2: <laughs> like the movie is just such a bummer
1: Uh yeah it really is well you don't like the part where this baby christopher is is crying when tony holds him
2: well, you're telling me you want to be the high school quarterback and die of smoking cigarettes? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: There is, um, I, in listening to Pod Yourself a Gun, I was listening to, like, one of the final seasons of season 6B uh, that has the scene where Tony is in therapy, like, very tearfully talking about Dickie Moltisanti. Uh, And they were talking about how they really wish they hadn't just watched The Many Saints of Newark so they could take that like one of the series best scenes (laughs) and not have it ruined by fucking that movie.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Where it's like they
1: barely (laughs) interact. it really does uh, not do just it, it, it like totally colors the tony christopher relationship in a different way when that movie oh, is really? like supposed to be about who made tony soprano and through the whole series it's like a big deal that Dicky moltesanti was like the true father figure to tony and that like that's what he's being for christopher but like also in the same incredibly toxic way that dickie moltesanti was whatever
2: <sighs> and the movie does none of that shit
1: yeah mm. and then there's like a dumb ass like plot point reveal at the end that like retroactively is like huh it was all a thing? dream yeah you know there are a lot of dreams in the show you know
0: uh i'm just look I, I as i said i've not watched this series before i just hope i pray it doesn't end suddenly and mysteriously
2: you're in luck, Layton, Do you want to tell him, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jory? Uh, that may be the most comedy bang bang, and specifically Scott Archman <laughs> thing you've ever done.
2: I feel good about that. Thanks.
0: Heightened cliche delivery. It's, I,
2: mean, it's, <laughs> I feel like I've been doing that this entire fucking episode. It's it, I
0: feel th- like that's that was every a time one. all three of us are
1: are on an episode together. Like that's generally the, yeah. no, the thing because that's what makes me laugh.
0: Uh, uh, what are your favorite cliches like that?
2: I mean that might be one of my favorites. I, I, I uh, do
0: like that a lot. Yeah. Hmm. I'm a big fan of what? Yeah,
2: I really like um, and I might just be thinking this because I'm I it turns out this whole time I've been talking about being sweating, I'm actually just like wearing a thermal Henley and I'm just actually really hot at my desk. <laughs> but um the the like
0: yeah. Ooh, colorful yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep that's a I pretty like good that. one yep record scratch uh, i think <laughs> i think
1: something this is like less a cliche and just a general like comedy thing but saying there's you know no way that somebody's gonna do that or like this is gonna go great and then smash cut to opposite it, it right, like yeah. is never not uh-huh. funny to me even if it's really hacky
0: yep as I believe we've talked about, to me, the funniest thing that can happen anywhere is someone getting tackled by somebody coming from off-screen. <laughs> More like horizontally. Yeah, this yeah, happens. yeah, It happens in a bunch of things. The one that stands out to me is old school, where a guy uh, is running along and someone just boom, comes in off-screen. Virtually him. any
2: Adam Sandler movie.
0: Correct. Arrested
1: Development, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, it's so funny I, to me.
2: This one I'm kind of taking off of what Leighton said, but um, it's like a character is like... Uh, there is no way you will ever, ever <laughs> talk me into the. And then a hard cut to them being like, yep. I can't yep. believe I let you talk me into this.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I, I like those. Oh, oh, related to the Sopranos. Uh, Did you each have a favorite scene from that episode?
2: Well, I was actually going to say that one of my, one of my least favorite cliches is that, hack trite premise that there's like uh something that represents like a spirit of innocence and like uh kind of like a lost (laughs) sense of like youthful purpose that Mm -hmm. a character is like uh pining for um Mm -hmm. one i mean we saw orson wells earlier and i'm thinking about that dumb fucking sled from that shitty movie he made but also (laughs) those stupid ducks from the sopranos
1: (laughs) You know, I I also like, I it's like showing the deer before he kills him is the touch too far for me on it.
2: There's a couple. Yeah. There's a couple touches too far at the end of this app, but I don't really care that much.
0: Yeah. Did you hear about the uh, the 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 porn that Orson Welles made? What?
2: I I simultaneously feel like I have, but also like this is a setup.
0: It's not a setup. He famously made like a weird softcore porn movie, uh, you know, when Where's, his career was in the nadir in the like where the he's 60s. trying to find the rosebud. Yeah, it's called Citizen Came. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's all. Move on,
1: Brian. I underestimated you. That was pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> that was such a genuine thanks. Um, fuck was i was gonna say oh i but jory as you and i have discussed not only discussed extensively but also extensively written (laughs) into a video game that also has this symbology dears does coming soon
2: it's called homebody it's available on uh pc on steam and egs and it's on nintendo switch xbox one xbox series s Mm. xbox series x playstation 4 playstation 5
1: is it on the casio loopy also mentioned in homebody Uh, What was my
0: favorite scene?
2: Whoa, wait, hold on. let me get a point.
1: (laughs) No, I already made my point, just uh, that homebody's cool, and I did a drawing of a a deer that is in the game, and I also did a little 3D model of a deer that Jory actually made look good. Um,
0: But I'm really proud of it. That's not true. It looked great. I'm excited to see it. Uh, I like the morning after uh, Carm and the priest scene. I think that's that's my standout from this. Yeah,
2: she was extraordinary in that scene. Jesus Christ.
1: The whole episode. I want to say that she maybe got nominated for an Emmy for that episode. I could
0: be wrong.
2: Yeah, the the scenes with them are just a play. It
0: is. They really are. And she is so naturalistic in them. Like, nothing she's doing... And she's going through a lot of stuff, right? There's a lot of emotion Mm -hmm. happening. But nothing feels forced or weird. And that is really really hard to do i mean it's it's very impressive like i i often think you know i don't know jack shit about acting but imagine being able to do that when 30 people are watching you and you're on a set or whatever mm-hmm. like it's just h- how do you do it I, I it is a skill i will never ever have
1: i a thing that really grinds my gears uh and not like i put all that much stock into you know people's discussion of shows online because I generally try to just watch shit that isn't current so I can avoid that. But uh, th- you're never going to guess, but Sopranos fans are extremely sexist uh, and think that Carmela is a worse person than Tony.
0: Oh, right.
2: <laughs> Layton, somehow I have actually missed that discourse and it's so fucking funny.
1: Really? But,
0: wait, wait, wait. It, it, and the argument is not because she lets Tony she she like puts up with the tony stuff it's uh, because it's
1: because she's a hypocrite and she's yeah. annoying and she's pretentious and she looks down on other people
0: um at least she's no fucking skylar white the ultimate yeah, buzzkill boy or that
2: awful betty draper
1: <laughs> man i uh, really i feel bad for that type of person for a variety of reasons But maybe chief amongst them, and maybe my priorities are a bit skewed. It's like, you're missing the best character on the show. Yeah. Skylar is like the best part of Breaking Bad for me. (laughs) That's not true. But she's up there. I think she's great. And I think you see, I've said this before, you see a lot of like, what they got really excited to do with Better Call Saul. Like, you can see seeds of it in Skylar's arc. Mm -hmm. Anyway.
2: Yeah. No, I, I do think some of
0: the... I, I definitely think Kim Wexler is a better character than Skylar White, though, by leaps and bounds. For sure,
1: yeah.
2: Interesting that, yeah, it's just, you know, it's funny how you just have to compare two women like that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, do you dislike don't? one because, she, like because okay. she's a I mean, housewife? I don't
1: Because she's a housewife and uh, Kim Wexler, like, has a career and shit.
0: But is that I why like I it. dislike Skylar White? Is that Was that the question? I just like her because she's a woman,
1: (laughs) and she's always harsh and on Walt's vibe, trying to be a cool. He's just
0: try. He's just trying to put food on the table. He's doing it for his family. At the end, he jokes around and says, "I did it for me," but that's a lie. We all know it. He uh, he was just doing it for his family. He's fucking yeah. Look, you may disagree with his methods, but you have to admit he's fucking got it right. He's cool as hell
1: this is like i i'm not going to give any spoilers for succession a show that i know neither of you watch uh but it's it's funny watching people talk about that show because it's the same sort of phenomenon a where everybody fucking hates shiv gee i wonder why um and then also that people are like, yeah, I think Kendall like did a really good job on this presentation and like truly knocked it out of the park. And I think it's like, a dumb move for them to be trying to, to be to be trying to do this uh, bear hug situation. Like, I, I, like commenting on the business decisions that are made in succession, a show where so it's like funny. the character drama around this shit that's like, who cares? <laughs> it's like the petty power it. struggles are the least interesting part of the show.
2: I actually think uh, "Solid as a Rock" is a really great uh, slogan for the new real estate, and I think that Job actually should get more credit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Jory, that one speaks to my heart. Um, you know the, I... great
2: thing about, um, the great thing about the uh, great thing about Citizen Kane is that uh, before uh-huh. that porno came out, porno is actually they never had a ceiling on their sets. (laughs) Uh And so uh, that kind of innovation led to a lot of new possibilities with the
1: cinematographies and pornos. (laughs) Hearing Jory say pornos is incredibly
0: funny. It really is. I'm a big fan.
1: Some some pornos for Jornos?
0: I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that's a good place to call it here. Oh, low uh, am I love the like to
1: call it. This has been this. Is, this was great. We, let's that do this. So
0: let's money. not wait uh, a literal year uh, before the next one of these. Did we wait a literal year? No, it was like six months.
1: We'll see. The, thing also
0: that... the,
2: the saw one was in the middle there.
0: too. Oh, yes, of yeah. course. Of course it was.
1: The thing is, is that due to the uh, upcoming release of Homebody, a video game that, that, is, that exists and is cool and good and scary and fun, uh, I would like to just inundate the audience with Jory as much as possible because that's really just what I want to do with this show anyway. Um, oh, shucks. But we should do more of these. And if you want to come on after Homebody is out so we can do a post-mortem where we just feed incorrect things to game theorists, I think that would be really funny. Uh, I, 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 by I, by the, the way...
0: I am not opposed to making every episode in May a Jory episode. but
1: I actually would kind of fucking love that.
0: I but.
2: legitimately, I have serious concerns about being overexposed. Here's, here's, here's the
0: name. May is a theme month. It's called May Jory T. Rule. <laughs> okay. And That's every episode so- is Jory.
1: Well, no, I was literally laying in bed last night, like having anxiety about the shit that we recorded yesterday, where it's like, are people gonna like get mad about Homebody and then search us out talking about it? And then it's just just being like, space exploration is dumb. (laughs) 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 Which is also shit we wrote into the game with the with the asshole character being the mouthpiece for it.
2: That is literally true. Late and I forgot about that. Listen, I think ratatouille is a really fun and charming movie. I have no I, argument against ratatouille whatsoever.
0: I, I think ratatouille
1: I is my favorite noun to verb. <laughs> like,
0: oh, like, like doing like, a like, ratatouille. Like getting ratatouille. Yep, yeah, yeah, I was about yeah. to say. I was about to say it. Uh all right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this. Uh once again, this is a Brian Weck production. And uh uh <laughs> we will talk to you. I want to guess uh, th- that Jordan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jory and I both made the exact same face when you said this is a Brian White production. I got,
2: <laughs> I got a GIF of it I could show you if you want to see
0: it. <laughs> yeah, let's, I'm, I'm going to wait for you to text us another GIF and then we will end yeah. the episode.
1: That the audience will not see um, and I'm fine with well, keeping might. it that
0: way. They might.
2: I, I want to mention though that actually there's also, um, I think that the noun to verb to noun of um, calling a rat who controls someone a ratatouille is
1: also really funny, like in that T mm-hmm. and sketch. <laughs> Are you I, texting I'm us a GIF Jory? I'm seeing the thumbnail. Oh,
2: no, I thought Layton was texting a GIF. Oh fuck.
1: Shit. I thought yeah, I thought you were gonna text anyway, it's I the the whatever. All right, see you next time.
0: <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Everyone chill out for a second.
1: All right. Go watch Pollo Cocodrillo. It's uh very good.
0: Did this really not come through yet?
1: No, it did. I see it. I'm just not reacting to it because. There it's
0: it is. A hack. <laughs> Great, Jory.
1: Oh, wait. That's shit, how this now. podcast makes me
0: feel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's right. Let's fucking get hey, out everybody. of here. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Wait, we're not going to explain a <laughs> bit. Jory, 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 Jory. Yeah. Late Night is produced by Brian Wett, Layton Gray, and Jarek Centeno. Follow us on Twitter at, at Layton Knight, on Instagram at, at Leighton underscore Knight, or email us at LeightonKnight at gmail.com.